0: you guys have no idea what love is <laughs> not at all you're too good looking you're too funny <laughs> too <laughs> mysterious to each other yeah. all that's going to go away <laughs> and then you will understand what love is <laughs> now, this is good practice jesus just with me though because he already gave you crowns mm. and the crowns are the fulfillment and the sign, and the proof of we love each other. As you know, crowns are rewards. You've now received the reward of martyrdom. Those of us that want to be martyrs, we hope that when we enter the glory of heaven, God willing, that we will be crowned with martyrdom. We will be crowned. That'll be a good moment. We, We ran the race. We did well. We've accomplished what God has called us to, and the crowns are a symbol of that. Well, God gave those to you today, and I find it absurd. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the fact that god has decided to reward in time to young people the reward of those who have already run the race is absurd but he did it and like father michael said at the beginning of the divine Energy, we are outside of space and time now and you guys are outside of space and time you've already received the reward and yet as you know being human will continue to grow to earn that reward through mm-hmm. time and space through the actual living out of your marriage and the day-to-day grind. The gospel is very explicit. The waiter in charge says to Jesus, you save the good wine until now, until the end of the wedding, when it would seem absurd to serve good wine, because most people have had so much to drink, they don't care how it tastes. <laughs> the good wine is usually given in the beginning, when people are actually tasting it. But he gives the good wine at the end. And this is a great symbol of how we as humans see love. We think that on your honeymoon will be the time you are the most, and that is heresy. That is blasphemy. Love has to grow. And so when you're celebrating your 75th wedding anniversary, God will, or whatever that is, you can say, God has saved the choice wine until now. Now we know what love is. Now we know what sacrifice is. Now we know what the cross is. We've been living out the sign of true love for each other, with each other, for all these years, and now we know. What that means, of course, is that at some point, it's gonna seem like the wine ran out. It's gonna seem like it was a good marriage. At some point, you're gonna say, the wine was so good in the beginning, and at some point, it started to fade, and maybe at some point, it ran out. But what do you do when that happens? What do you do when the wine runs out? What we're about to do after the homily and after the litany of peace is the dance of Isaiah. And within the Trinity, you have three persons emptying themselves completely for the other two. And so they receive more than they gave, because they receive from two. But they also give completely perfectly. When we participate in any of the mysteries of the church, we are participating in the life of the Trinity. That's what the mysteries are. They're participation in the life of the Trinity. So you guys will walk around the pot three times. Father Michael will, will bind your hands with the Zebchelion. This is a symbol of the authority of the priesthood. It's also the symbol, as you know, when you receive confession, when it's over your head, of the blood of Christ washing away our sins. You will walk the journey of life three times. We also walk in a circle, because any good king would know, build a castle in the shape of a circle, because there's no weak points. A circle also has no beginning and no end. So what you are doing has eternal consequences. We walk in a circle of life with the beacon of the cross, showing what true death to self and true self emptying looks like. See, of that's around, again, the epithelium symbolizes the, the authority, of the priest and the power of the church. The church is what binds you together. The church, of course, is the body of Christ. The body of Christ binds you together. Heaven is eternal sacrifice, complete self-emptying, and yet we will not want anything but that. Heaven will be perfect joy and perfect sacrifice. Here on earth, sacrifice involves suffering. We don't like suffering, but in heaven... Sacrifice involves no more suffering, but the desire to give ourselves completely, the desire to not be selfish in any way whatsoever. And within the life of the Trinity, within the body of Christ, the church, we will offer ourselves completely. And so the journey of life involves martyrdom, perpetual martyrdom, perpetual remembrance of the power of what Christ did and how we are invited to in the same life, the same life of sacrifice. What this means then is that you want to proceed with Christ, empowered by Him, moving on this pilgrimage towards salvation, towards heaven. You also need to, of course, understand that for the great, for the best wine to be at the end, there needs to be a mission, and you both need to support that mission. You both need to be under the mission of each other. Let it die for her, you. Let him die to you. That is the mission. That's how you are submissive to each other and progress in this journey of life. It's it's a, a beautiful journey, and it is a journey of unity of course. You're participating in heaven. That's what you are. And so what I'll tell you is one thing. You're going to feel right now in awe of the fact that the two will become one flesh. You guys are walking gospels. You are walking homilies. You're walking sermons. So please share that with us. And I'll share one thing too. In the end, what we're supposed to see is as much as you stand in awe of the unity you are, you will always be separate from God. I think it's too easy when we get married and as we go throughout life to see ourselves to print that we know we know the other, yeah, I know them, I can finish their sentences. There's a certain beauty to that, but we always need to stand in awe of what God is doing in the life of the other one as a dependent from me. This is the beauty of the gift that God has given us. Let us find joy in the daily grind of marriage. Let us find ourselves always moving in the direction of Christ, of perfect love and pilgrimage. Let us await with eager anticipation when the wine is good, and always appreciate the unity that God has called you to, but also stand in awe of what God is doing in the other, and never be ungrateful for what God is doing in the life of